I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 10 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week past? Well, it's been a big weekend of sports. I'm sure Josh's going through some stuff, so I'll leave uh, some of the big highlights go through the keeper to him. But um, now is the, the time of year where I actually start watching basketball again. Um, <laughs> the guest of playoffs. It has. So I've been working night shifts, so I've been uh, getting up, I wouldn't say early, but I've been getting up and watching the final series. And like we've been saying before, like LeBron James is the second best team in the in the yeah. NBA, but he's going like even one better where he actually tries to get this team involved, realizes their shit, and just goes, ah, oh, wait till the fourth Fuck quarter, yeah. and then I'll start doing something. Hit two massive clutch threes to, to ice the game against yep. the Celtics, who are a fucking good team. Um, so I've been watching a lot of that. Um, yeah, that's been about my highlights. You know, I walked um, at lunchtime. I went past uh, Etihad Stadium um, to grab some lunch because I, yeah. I work near there. And you know where the wooden steps are in front of the massive screen yeah. at yeah, the front? Yeah. The wooden steps were packed. Really? Because they were showing the NBA finals oh, nice. on the big screen. Smart. Packed. Yeah. And there was actually people standing in the where you walk towards the ground. Yeah. Um, I reckon there was about 20 people standing there because there were no seats left. Yeah. And I haven't obviously watched I've watched much of the regular season. In fact, bugger all. Nothing. Yeah. Um, but remember how we're, well, I mean, we weren't talking, but... There was always that mathematical theory that it is way better to shoot three-pointers mathematically yeah, in a game yeah. of basketball. It seems like everyone's taking that on board now. It's, <laughs> it's just banging up threes. And I, we, I used to slam the NBL for doing it, but it's because they're shit at shooting threes. Yeah. Like, turns out you practice well, it, you actually hit them. Houston kind of took the NBL route too. 27 in a row they missed. Yeah, that was insane. Wow. Insane. Oh, that's one where you go... Shit's rigged. Hang on. Yeah. 27 in a row, you've, you've had a timeout in between some of those shots, surely. You're like, lads, maybe... Maybe lay up that motherfucker yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let's, let's maybe work the inside ball. You got the tallest guy on the on the court as well, who's just killing it. Um, yeah, maybe just give him some of the some of the pill, or you know, get good, or give the big man big yeah. man for the three. They did lose uh, Chris Paul, who was actually killing it. Yeah. Um, at thirty fucking heaps of age. All right, Josh, you want to go through the motor racing for the weekend? <laughs> fucking what a weekend! Um, I love how like on Facebook you post this post shit shit weekend of sport this weekend. Uh, yeah, thank God for Monaco Grand Prix or nothing. Sport was awesome this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good actually. <laughs> Will, Will Power as well. Yeah, it was the main thing I was having a crack at there was uh, Tomic versus uh, Kyrgios, which didn't end up happening because Kyrgios broke a nail or some shit. I don't know. Um, but which mainly I think uh, we all win there. Because yeah. seeing those two go at each other, that one of them is going to retire at some stage. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's got to be a sport out there that we'd like to see those two compete against. MMA. MMA, yeah. Yeah. It'd be pretty interesting. Chainsaw wrestling. Wipeout. <laughs> <laughs> but on the on the motorsport angle, Will Power, uh, unfortunately massively underrated in his home country. Because uh, winning the Indy 500 after coming second four times, 
is just massive. Really? Um, I never even knew he came second four times. So yeah, exactly. He has such a low profile here. Yeah, because well, um, it's indie. It's indie. Like, yeah. uh, indie used to have a Gold Coast race. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Will gives zero fucks about being popular in Australia, though. It's yeah, exactly. Like yeah. One in, the, in in America. Oh, he's loving a lot. I don't know why the fuck they pour milk on each other, but whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe it's something to do with the old gin runner days or something. I don't know. And I was thinking, like, uh, why didn't do a shoey? But doing a shoey of milk must be, like, a whole lot fucking worse oh. than champagne. No, honestly, <laughs> at least with the champagne, you'd get, you know, some sort of bacteria-killing alcohol. But with a, with milk, no, you're, you're dead. Yeah. you am pretty sure instant you'd be death. like, you spawn something out of your stomach. Yeah. But uh, obviously that one was, uh, that happened shortly after Dan Ricardo won Monaco uh, in a car that uh, was underpowered by 200 horsepower and he had uh, not enough power to run 7th and 8th gear. Yep. So he had to stick to the first six. Um, well, he, he won that on the Saturday, really, with qualifying. I'm yeah. always disappointed with Monaco because, um, you know, you're waiting for Iron Man to rock up. And just, it just never <laughs> fucking happens. <laughs> Honestly, I, I did think at one stage maybe Bernie Eccleston would have a crack himself, but uh, no, he, he's he's decided he's not a racer. Yeah, it was a good effort of blocking, not allowing anyone past from Ricardo to take the take the win, but uh, kind of reminds me of driving down the Eastern Freeway, really. Just... Well, the funny thing was they didn't really have much of a chance to get him. Any time they'd come off the um, the long straight, the back straight, they'd be, uh, Seb would be within. 0.4 of a second, but could never get closer than that. Yeah, there's only one decent crash, too. You expect a bit more out of Monaco. Yeah. That's what the walls are there for. They had grid girls back, which is, you know, historically. Oh, oh, oh no, they called them something different, didn't they? Oh, they were promo something. Promo like, models. Uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I don't give a shit if they have them or not. Just like strippers are dancers. Yeah. <laughs> Although I know for... Relaxation therapist. <laughs> for some of the events, they actually do hire strippers because the uh, amount of blokes that give the... It's because they fuck girls, them. Well, that too. <laughs> Now the uh, pro- blokes like the regular bogans that attend motorsport that give uh, trouble to the promo girls, strippers are used to handling that shit. Yeah. The yeah. models weren't, so they stopped hiring models and started hiring strippers. Um, and MotoGP never stopped hiring strippers, so you know, all good. Yeah. My highlight of the week was actually finishing some TV series that have been hanging around for a while. Do you ever get to the point where you've watched a TV series? You know, it's got five or six seasons and I don't know 70, 80 episodes. You're like, I'm not enjoying this anymore. Yep. But I need to see the end. I'm pot committed. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, Misfits was one. I finally yep. finished this week, and it was just come on, get through this. Come on, this is the final episode. I got ten minutes to go. Yeah. And with it, like I've actually fucking achieved something. Yep. Um, and the American Office. Um, version which at the end does the big everybody's happy yay uh, is that wrapped up has it yeah yeah See, a couple I, of years I ago. never I only watched the first two seasons which apparently was the worst thing to do like you gotta start from oh, the, like season the three, first four. three episodes were terrible yeah um, I actually started watching Trailer Park Boys oh okay I've heard good things funny. yeah yeah they're pretty decent show actually pretty funny yeah so now yeah. I've got to try and find something else I'm going back to watching Rake on the, on the bus because I love downloading on Netflix and watching it on the bus on yep. the way to work that's great yeah all right, let's get into the footy. Um, it was another okay weekend. I would just say okay. I'm not as doom and gloom as a lot of other people are, but it's still... It's there not were the, some interesting things that happened. But there was. Yeah. Um, we'll start with Friday night. Um, the, the Magpies uh, did it easy in the end over the Bulldogs. Bulldogs took it up to them, but then just... Didn't. They played for a half. They played for a half. And uh, I saw a great joke, which I can't claim as my own. I think somebody on Reddit said, um, they misunderstood Beveridge at half time. He said, go out there and get the four points. They only scored four points <laughs> yeah. um, So that was a good job. Sorry I didn't give credit there. Um, but the Magpies have turned their season around, haven't they? They were shit ass after three or four rounds. Looking decent. They um, have. And so, yeah. I still think there's uh, some key points missing from them. Well, they've still got injuries. Yeah. Um, Dugowie is the, the main <laughs> conversation piece at the moment. And there's, I think it was Wayne Carey had a, a 
point. And a lot of people, other people, a lot of other people have made it too. You're bidding on a bloke who's had four good games. If you're looking yep. at attracting him, yeah. Um, and they're saying to get him away from Collingwood, you're going to be looking at a million plus. He's not a million plus player. Jesus not not oh. on what he's done so far. No, and I, I, I disagree with him there. I mean, you, you are going to have to pay big money to get him away from Collingwood, but at the same time, you've got his off-field stuff. Yeah. You can't, there's always that discount. Well, he's a little bit of a risk. I mean, Pride alone should not allow you to give Collingwood too much money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't chase him. But that is saying something from a wow. great supporter. I mean, he's that is a really great year. Uh, I mean, between between, when, between you know, dollars, Pendles is getting like, towards you know, the twilight of his money. career. Yeah. You, you give he's 50 grand to his shadow. But he would rock up the next player to come on. And <laughs> Jesus we're Christ. We're a destination club now. We've taken four Collingwood players just this last six months. He's getting on. only a few here and there. All right. Um, side bottom um, again a lot uh, more than his great, uh, him, him great ever form. having a well play. it's one or two which is more yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> um, not, you know that's not to not to put a line through the bloke or anything he's, he's still got five fantastic years left I reckon but uh, you know he, he's starting to uh, bow to father time a little uh, I think five might be on the up, yeah. uh, upper side of it but, I don't think uh, he wants to play five more <laughs> years I mean, he's a big fan of the NBA as well, so maybe he's just been putting a bit too much time on the couch. Seeing how they go. Actually, old mate Andrew Bogan's back in town, and I tell you what, uh, Carl, Collingwood can probably afford more than Sydney Kings. He's got the fuck out of town now. He's in Sydney and talking about which rugby team he's going to follow. <laughs> I think didn't they give him the team? Is he essentially playing pretty much? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's the bloke that can afford to buy the team and every player, and just uh, sit back and do fuck all if he yeah. wants to. You probably buy the league. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, that happened with the uh, was it David Nielsen, the baseball pitcher. He know. bought the uh, Australian baseball. Yeah, I was, can't, it was Nielsen. I can't remember if it was Dave. Right. But yeah. yeah, he was pitching for I think it was the Yankees. Yankees. Yeah, and yeah. they pay fuck you money. Yeah, stupid. Yep. Um, uh, I thought it was winners all over the ground, really, um, for for Collingwood. It was a bit of a shame that the Bulldogs couldn't keep with them in the second half. But yeah. I mean, um, uh, Trelaw had a had a day out. Um, side bottom, like we said. Um, even fucking Phillips. I mean, who is Phillips? Yeah. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Screwdriver. Yeah. Not if you stab me. Yeah. Um, he, he's had it. Not his, uh, his only good game for the year here either. But uh, with uh, Port Adelaide having the bye, that means uh, Collingwood sneak into the eight um, for, for the now. Um, I think they're a smoky um, to, to get into the eight yeah. the way they're playing. Well, it's just the other teams that have fallen off. Like, gee, rest in danger of not playing finals. Yeah, they're not in oh, danger. We'll, they're done. We'll, done. Get, we'll get on to them later, but yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, I like the Mason Cox. We're talking about the two thousand dollars fine. He's like, "Is that a Australian dollars or American?" <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> I, I, I like him. Me I, too. He's a top lad. It's good to see him hitting some form. I mean, do fuck all this game, but yeah. last few right. games he's been taking strong pack marks uh, well, up forward. If you can teach him to take strong pack marks, yeah, then holy shit, that's the, all you the need. The sky's the limit. Yeah, especially like I mean, obviously Tigers being the premiership team, they have a, a small defensive structure that re- relies on the ball being on the ground so if you well, can circumnavigate that he was getting Bronx cheers in round one remember yeah. mm. yep. and now they're like you know what mate this is all we're after this yep. is what you're meant to be doing I'm, um, a, I'm a massive fan I think he's doing really well and uh, young Dacos put one through as well which uh, I'm sure will warm the heart of a lot of people, uh, Collingwood supporters young uh, young McRae picks up another 30 touches uh, 7 marks 4 tackles he's having a stellar season he won't get any votes for this one though I don't, no, I don't know I think he's, he's had a good year. He's one of those ones where, because the Bulldogs are doing so terribly, uh, he'll always be that bloke who just misses out on the one vote. Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be more of that. He won't be picking up the twos. No, he'll be, he'll no. consolation ones. Yeah, in games like this one, he will, yeah. will be Collingwood, Collingwood, Collingwood. Yeah, you know, they had the like six votes. He'd be in there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, um, MCG on Saturday, uh, the Tigers versus uh, the Saints. Saints, again, took it up to them, and admittedly, Tigers had their injury woes but during the game. But, they had a uh, crack, yeah. I mean, obviously it was a bit reckless from Carlisle. I thought two weeks a bit rough, but... Very rough, I thought. Yeah. I, thought I mean, yeah, he, he copped him high and knocked him out, but it was, it was still yeah, a spoiler. Carlisle, he's just a dopey fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a bit rough. I thought two weeks a bit rough. Um, obviously, it did kind of hurt, but helped with putting... Um, uh, fucking Vlosten up forward yep. and kick snagging three goals. Well, um, it's interesting because without Jack Rewalt, it changes the entire structure of the four line for the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. And, and it made it unpredictable, which helped. But it's one of those ones where if Jack was a late out, or you know, like this week he's, he may not play. Yeah, um, probably shouldn't be honest. You can plan for a, a different. Uh, forward line from the Tigers. But because it had ha- happened during the game, they can't adjust on the fly quick enough. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost an advantage in that way. And also, I mean, Caddy picking up picking up the slack there as well. And it's always, it's always these opportunities where you, you want to have Sam Lloyd on the field because that could be where he shines, where you've got yeah. sort of a two-pronged mid, sort of midfield attack with... Uh, well, midfield body sides attack with yeah. Caddy and still with Lloyd. Lloyd. Thirty meters out from goal, there aren't many better. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that lovely handball over the top of his head that uh, I can't remember who he hit um, yep. running lace out. It was beautiful. Yeah, and for the Saints, just there's zero midfield pressure, which yeah. killed them. They allowed Tigers to run through the middle, hand pass, um, do as they pleased, and that I mean a lot of turnovers from the Tigers as well going into forward lines, which hurt them. Uh, I feel like Saints, yeah, with the two down on the rotation, uh, Saints really brought the game down to their level, which was yep. good. Well, um, what they've got to do. Yeah. So I thought it was a hard-fought game by the Saints, but yeah, I, was, I, I, think I thought the they might have ran out a bit lotter. I think they had far too many passengers, the Saints. Like, you look at, um, in terms of pure disposals or anything, they just got smashed. Like, uh, you got blokes like White picking up one possession. You do that, you've wasted your fucking day. Yeah. Uh, Nunes, Dunstan, McCartan, Hickey, McKenzie, all less than 13. I mean, you should get more possessions than the umpire. Yeah, must be hard. Should be the rule. But uh, Caddy, he's in all Australian form now, lad. I'm gonna say he would not be far off it. Yeah, uh, at this stage he's had uh, a couple of good games. Would he? He might even be ahead of uh, Tigers' leading goal kicker at the minute. That'd be close because yeah. that's been pretty shared around. We've got like young forwards that pick up pick up a couple here and there, like Butler and Castagna, and uh, even and Snags. Uh, Snags, yeah, Snags yeah. does his part. You gotta like Snags. Um, uh, yeah, Caddy's actually leading for Richmond. He's got 23 so far, which puts him six in the Coleman. There you go. He's uh, doing right. Um, and uh, Jay Gresham, I think six might be his uh, career best. So even yeah, in, yeah. in a score where the... Sorry, seventh, my bad. The, the good thing about uh, the Saints was uh, 12 goals, five, at least looks accurate. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, it's it's on the low side of things, obviously. Yeah. I, I did see uh, Grant Thomas has started laying the boots in. Which, uh, Grant when, Thomas, wow. When he starts laying I, the boots in. I, I object to you saying starts. Well, <laughs> he lays the boots in every chance he gets, but uh, suddenly people are listening to him about the coaching at St Kilda because Ooh. well media <laughs> you <laughs> I'm not saying I'm believing the bloke who are the Saints going to get to replace Richardson there's no one there's no one that you're really going to get to be replacing I was going to say all, all the Hawthorne assistants uh, need a couple of more years to get, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not ripe off the off the line yet Yeah, or Ratton I guess you could have yeah I mean Ratton I think is definitely a quality coach and but, but do you reckon he'd look at that and go fuck that Nah, did that at Carlton. Nah, <laughs> very much could. I'm good. <laughs> Would Stick not up your ass. me at all. What would be the wage difference between an assistant coach and a head coach? It'd have to be fucking ridiculous, sure. Uh, well, I think your you, first year head coach, you're looking at, I reckon, around six six fifty. Yeah. An assistant coach, I think, a first year assistant is probably around the two two fifty. And I'm pulling these numbers out of thin air. Yeah, I, I mean, let's say if you're less. if you're Brett Ratton, 
as an assistant coach. He's probably on four, I reckon. Yeah. And I've, I don't know where I'm basing these numbers off, by the way. Uh, no, I'm, I'm absolutely I'm pulling them out of my no, ass. I'll, I'll trust your sources. We'll make some calls. Um, but let's say it's 200 grand a year extra. The amount of pressure and extra workload that is on the head coach versus the midfield coach or the backline coach or the fucking sports scientist it's or whatever. Not often um, assistant coaches get sacked either. No, they just no. kind of occasionally they get to sit in the big seat when the coach is fucked off yeah. at the end of the year or he's got back issues or whatever. But uh, Or they go try their hand at Brisbane and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the assistant coaches are under very, very little pressure externally. Internally, I'm sure, I'm sure they're, they are. Yeah. they're um, KPI'd against a whole bunch of shit. But uh, well, I, I'd much rather be the assistant coach, to be honest. Well, when we get to Essendon in a couple of games, I, this whole theory might change because ever since they sacked one of their assistant coaches in Mark Neld, they've gone on and won a couple yeah. against highly fancy teams. But uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, but the, the Tigers uh, did enough um, to to win against um, a, a team much lower on the ladder than them, and that's what they should do. Um, a couple of injuries starting to come in now, so the, the Tigers' uh, favor, favorable run with injuries might be coming to an end. But uh, they've got enough wins on the board that they can afford to rest a little and, and yeah. play around a bit. They've also got quite a few unsigned players at the moment, um, which is... I've Always with the unsigned players. <laughs> None that are expected to move. But, um, they are expected to have to clear a couple out to make room for a run at uh, Lynch. Well, it's, it's funny. A couple of weeks ago, Rant said we don't... We, I wouldn't think we'd do that. that. You yeah. know, I'd rather have the money. Yeah. And Cochin's come out last week and said, we'd be crazy not to. Yeah. Like, guys, yeah, I just want somebody else to say, you know, I am ambivalent about the whole thing because then you've covered all three options. Yes, no, and maybe. I think that's Dusty Martin just going, fuck, fuck off. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right, on to the, the Gabba. The Lions uh, couldn't keep it up two weeks in a row um, against the Swans. But, I mean, with the... They weren't bad, though. They weren't bad, but it was a horrible day up there. Yeah. and um, There wasn't going to be much action. Um, with the the weather in Brisbane, um, but I mean they did enough, but it wasn't a pretty spectacle by any stretch. Nice little Donnybrook at the end. It's better. I, I don't mind seeing that. I, I think um, Brisbane have had such little spirit for so long that this is a good thing for them. Um, first time Luke Hodges lost to the Swans since the twenty twelve grand final. Oh, there you go. Um, I don't know what else to say about that game. It was, oh, it happened. Beams is putting together a stellar season at the moment. Um, isn't it great to see when he stepped down as captain? I have not seen one negative response to it. Everyone's no. going, you know what, mate? Good yeah. on you for owning up. That's yes. what you need to do. So be it. And saying it, and you know, coming out and going, look, you know, the old man's died, and it's a bit much for me. Yeah, I still want to play footy, just don't want to be captain. And everyone's going, fucking yeah. good on you, mate. Fair call. Fair call. Um, smart decision. Um, and the fact that he's playing bloody good footy um, certainly helps. Mm. But he only with one two and had a very uh, very uh, quiet game. Uh, well, you, you saw the any, any of the footage. It, it wasn't a game for Buddy. It was, no, no, that's true. Um, yeah, it was sloppy and messy, and he's still coming back from injury as well. So yeah, I'm a I bit disappointed that, that uh, yeah. Brisbane didn't shut down the scoreboard for a little while. <laughs> Maybe that was their problem. Oh, they would have smashed it had they done that. Yeah. Um, on to yes, the the most boring game of the round. Um, Carlton and Geelong down there Geelong barely got out of a canter um, on this one 5.15 anytime you kick 5.15 you're fucked up oh, they they tried Carlton yep. I'll say that about them they tried but they're just not good enough um, and Geelong always were in you know, they knew they were going to get there I mean I think Tom Hawkins gave away a record number of free kicks uh, as well um, yeah. under uh, Chris Scott um, the most ever but um, some of the commentary around it was uh, they were just too arrogant and they're like, oh, we're going to win this. Don't worry about it. I mean, well, they're, they're right. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. 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 But uh, you would have, 
from a Geelong point of view, they would have hoped for a percentage booster here, I would have thought. I did hear in the week uh, Brisbane came out and said, we don't want a priority pick. Uh, Carlton did, yeah. Oh, Carlton did? Yeah. They're fucking mad. Yeah. They're fucked. Yep. Uh, they're they're going to win the spoon this year, and the Northern Blues are looking at winning the spoon of the VFL too. I can't see them winning another game. Uh, I, I, I want to back him in because uh, having said that, they'll beat Hawthorne now. <laughs> <laughs> there's some players in there I quite like, but um, there's a lot of players in there that are good, but they're just not all together. And you can't blame the coach again. No, he hasn't got the cattle. Yeah, but exactly. um, it, this has been the cattle that he's been building. Um, so, yeah. so they still have money. Oh yeah, yeah. They still got they, cash. They got busy cash. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, they've got debt, but you know, sometimes you need to have debt. You know, this is true. Yeah, I, I like balance the books or some shit. When they did say they don't want the priority pick, they said, "You know, we got ourselves into this mess. We'll get ourselves out of it." And I'm like, "I've seen this before from Carlton. <laughs> the brown paper bags are coming back." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they I like it. Don't deny who you are. The other thing they've come out and said is that they're still hurting from the draft um, issues from years back. The, yeah, well, they did. Well, no one goes, "It's my fault." But the thing yeah. is, <laughs> Essendon are doing better than them, and they got rubbed out for a whole fucking season. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can blame missing one draft when uh, they've fucked it up since. I think the draft they missed, that was the year we got um, Hodge too, I think. It was that year or was the year we got Franklin? It was one I'll of those years. What, could, we benefited from it. I remember that. Back then. Yeah, you could was. put in their prime, prime Buddy Franklin in this team right now and they'd still be struggling. Yeah, if you put Buddy Franklin in the goal square, he'd struggle to get a kick, yeah. I reckon. It'd be the biggest place of time ever. Yeah. He'd be anyway. on his own. But I mean, like you said, they, they do have a lot of good players. Like, Cripps is going to be an absolute superstar. Oh, absolutely. Um, Charlie Kerno, when he sorts himself out and stops uh, worrying about the umps and... Um, Ed Kerno's playing good footy. I mean, they'll yeah. get Do- Doherty back next year. That'll I think be great. Ed Kerno's going to be one of the most valuable players they've ever had. Because uh, the Ed or Charlie. plays is Ed. No, yeah. Charlie up forward, brilliant. But Ed is just such a hard at the ball, you know, honest footy player. He's like a little Steve-o. He is. He's a little shit who just will not quit. And I, I lo- those players are so rare that you've got to look after when you get them. Yeah, usually they don't make AFL. That's a problem. They're usually yeah. playing big red right out in the country. Yeah, too busy belting up people and knocking up their misses, but uh, he's made it to the AFL, so you know, kick on, lad. Yeah, and it seems like it's been a bit of a a chill around uh, Weedering. He hasn't really done a whole lot. To, I, think uh, I think too much is being asked. That he's up here. Oh, he spent some time in the VFL as well, I mean, yeah. and he had to because he was playing horrible. But um, plays much better when Sam Rose in the side. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's just probably he's having a bad year. He'll bounce back next year and be uh, close to all Australian. How much you give him, Josh? How much did I pay for him? Yeah. Nah, no. I'm not paying for a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> he's he's changed. He's changed. Um, what about Gaz? Uh, he said during the week, it's uh, he's struggling um, with having a lesser role. Is it age? It's just catching up. Um, I don't know. He's maybe he's five. Or I something. think he's just not used to being coached. Maybe he just gets bored halfway through a game. Like up in Gold Coast, we've been like, "All right, everyone, here's what we're doing. Uh, Gaz, you you do whatever you want." Yeah. Whereas now, Chris Scott's like, "Oh, Gaz, here's your role." He's like, "Fuck, I'm not used to this." Like yeah, having to play with a team. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, so you should we just give me the ball, right? That's that's the play. Yeah, and yeah, now it's like no, no, Gary, we don't need you in in this play, mate. You just you do your thing over there, and we'll have Danger and Selwood and all their blokes do their stuff. Now uh, the other thing coming out of this game, I didn't watch this game live, and I uh, saw the clips, uh, you know, posted on Reddit, and uh, Radicalia breaks his ankle. Here's the footage. No, no, watching it. No, no. no I am no, thirty-seven no. years old. 
I've seen enough of these videos yeah. of, of breaking legs and you know, wrapping them around goalposts. Yeah. And it's almost like there's a, a knee gone. It's almost like got a sixth sense about it. Like yep. when even if it doesn't have any disclaimer or something, you can yep. just see what's going to happen. Nope. You're like, nope, nope. I'm out. I'm I've, done. I've seen enough. See it. I've done yeah, it. It's kind of weird. I can see someone get knocked the fuck out in an MMA fight, but yep. seeing someone break a leg or an arm, no, nope. Nope. not nope. interested. Don't I, I feel it. that. Almost like a kick in the balls. Yeah, and yeah. I've seen it like on my phone before. You go off. Nope, yep. done. Yeah. Nope. That's why, that's why I turned off autoplay on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> I think also because all of us have had that uh, moment where you jar your knee or you, you you hurt your knee. Yeah. like None of us had a full knee reco or anything, but you've had those moments where you're like, oh, fuck, that's not good, and you're limping for a couple that's of days. That's close, yep. And, uh, I've had those moments where you hear the crack, but the pain hasn't come yet. You're yeah. like, oh, this Don't is look, hurt. don't look. But uh, the difference between that and a full knee reco or broken leg is just a centimetre or two. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. So close, but uh, yeah, so close in what happens, but uh, the the, uh, the effects are so vast. Yeah, like the, the one that set me off the most was that rugby game where this guy gets heel hooked, and you <laughs> oh. and you hear it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that was fucking like, nasty. It's, just, it's some B grade oh. fucking UK rugby game. Yet yet another one where I read the headline and went, nope, oh. nope. But the thing is, like, it's shot on an iPhone kind of thing, and he just it, they're fucking around, scrum rolls over, and then just grabs the ankle. And you hear it crack, yeah. and no, you're like, no "The good. fuck!" It was like putting someone's leg in a vice and then he walk in it. Yeah, that's yep. one of the ones where you're stuck wa- under a pack between like three or four players. Yeah, yep. Yep. you just grabbed it and just wrenched I've, it. I've had you, enough. Yep. You, you're, watching enough. It on, you're watching it on the phone, and you throw the phone away. No, nope. yep. that's enough. But anyway, uh, Essendon uh, against the Giants. I'm happy to say I tip this one. Um, Essendon are now two and zero without Mark Neld. Um, <laughs> like I said, the poor bastard is just. Um, who was uh, the Detroit Pistons player back in the day um, who was called the Human um, Victory Cigar by his coach. Darko Milicic? Oh, Darko Milicic. No yeah. Shit. Right. Only ever put him in once the game was already <laughs> over with. I feel like Mark Nell's getting to that stage. They put him out and go, now we're good. This is the only one I lost. Um, I got seven this round of an eight round, eight uh, game round. But uh, I thought getting Josh Kelly back would help him a lot more than it did. I think they, they need a lot more than just Josh Kelly back. Yeah. The, GW, the Giants are absolutely struggling. And I've got to say, I'm not in, like, yes, their injury list is massive. But it's even. It's not that massive. Like, oh. it, it's, it's considerable, but it's no worse than a bunch of other teams. Oh, it's, it's in the worst four out of the league. Uh, it's between them, Adelaide, and maybe Collingwood. Um, and uh, any other side you want to name to make four. Um, <laughs> but. Even when I feel like they've only been playing on pure talent, not on systems or anything. No, like hundred yeah. percent. I don't think they've been coached worth a shit. Yeah. Um, because you look at their talent, even even in the injured factor, uh, Ward, Coniglio, Kelly, Hopper, uh, Whitfield, Merritt, Sard. I'd take all of them in my team. Yeah. And I'm planning on taking one next year. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> You've tried a couple. <laughs> Shield, Shield, but, and Kelly are both out of contract. End of the year. Uh. I was surprised that Kelly went as well as he did last year, but my opinion has always been, if you can get Dylan Shield, you'd get him. Yeah, oh, 100%. You'd, you'd throw the bank at him. He's a monster. Uh, and the fact that uh, GWS are, I'm putting a line through them, they're not playing finals. No, I'm the same. And uh, if they're on the downward slide, a lot of these guys are going to be looking elsewhere because yeah. the only reason they've stayed where they are, and a lot of them have signed short-term contracts because they think their premiership window is open. Yep. It's shut. Um, and there are a couple of whispers coming out that uh, it's a bit of a party club as well yep. at the minute. So that, that oh, doesn't look, help. 
Imagine that. You get a whole bunch of 18 to 22-year-olds, <laughs> pay them a couple of hundred grand a year, and they want to party. Fuck well, me. Who can break that? Sydney? Well, they set it up. You know, I thought it was, it was a good idea at the time. It maybe hasn't turned out that way. But they set them up to be, you know, this is like our campus. You know, you're yeah. all going to live together. Mm. And, but the problem is, after four years or, you know, longer for some people, um, you, you leave uni. <laughs> These guys haven't left uni yet. Well, I think the problem, too, they've never actually been to a uni campus. Shit goes on. Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure shit, shit goes on in the AFL circles And exactly. Well. Like, shit went on at uni when I was poor as fuck. If I had a couple of hundred grand coming in, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I would have torn shit up. Uh, no good on the uh, conversion again. Eight goals, 12. So that makes seven weeks in a row or eight yeah. weeks in a row. Do they have a forward line coach? Uh, if they do, he's not only up Sack to him. it. Sack him. Sack him. Get rid of him. Uh, even Jez Cameron, who's had a decent season, 2-3. That's that's a shit-ass return. But again, he, he's he's his own man, you know what I mean? He's yeah. pure athleticism and talent. There's no systems there. But, I mean, you can get away with that if other people are pulling their weight. But yeah. He sure had one of his better games. Yep, definitely. Picked up lots of posies. Oh, mate. Enough, but the ball was down there often. Yeah. So. Old mate, Smack McKernan. He's doing, he did it right. Hadn't he? Again. He didn't uh, have a massive impact, let's be honest, but he was very fucking handy. I think he kicked a goal late um, when the game was you know still up for grabs, um, if I'm not wrong. or I, Yeah, he did. Um, uh, but very reliable. Uh, I think that um, that's going to be his calling card from now. Is You know exactly what, you, what you're going to get from him. But yeah. I think when, uh, when Danaher comes back, it doesn't necessarily mean that McKernan goes out. Oh, God, no. God, no. You've got to keep him in there. Uh, yeah, I always thought Essendon would go better without uh, Danaher because, I mean, he was just fucking well, up too much. Uh, the way Danaher was playing, yeah, yeah of course. Also, it gives them a lot lot different sort of focus for their forward line. It's not about trying to pick him out and get him into the game. You've got other people that's going to step up. Well, clearly the biggest change for Essendon is they're chasing and tackling. Um, they're putting pressure on yeah. and oh. sticking tackles. Saad is a goldmine for that for me. Yeah. His speed and ability to close down a player who's, who thinks they're off. Yeah. Is spectacular to watch. Devin Smith picked up 13 tackles against his old side. Yeah, he obviously loved it. Yeah. Like I said, it's been a good year for the uh, return games. Yep. Um, there's been quite a few that have uh, got up over their alma mater. Um, so you can just add another one to the list. But Essendon looking decent. I know they're... Uh, nah, they're for two weeks. Let's be honest. They'll fuck yeah, it up. They're starting They'll up. They'll fuck it up. <laughs> I, I can't wait until they do. Well, yep. actually, you hope they will because uh, they got the Tigers this week. So. Yep. All right, on to Sunday. The Hawks and the Eagles at Etihad Stadium. Um, it was a scrappy game, but it wasn't too bad. Hawks had their chances. They, um, they, they did. A couple of, you know what, it was just a bit of polish they were lacking. You know, a couple of silly kicks that led to goals, you know, turnovers yeah. in the back line. And at the in the final quarter, where they needed a couple of goals um, to get back to even, they were out on their feet. Yeah, I reckon we are, there's a real fitness problem at Hawthorne. I've heard some rumours from some insiders that apparently Clarko's lost the players a bit. I heard that at one training session, not like a couple of weeks ago, actually, yeah, two or three weeks ago, he's literally gone one by one to everyone and just got fucking ripped into him. And literally... Oh, that doesn't sound like Clarko at all. Told Tom Mitchell he's the selfish, selfish, most selfish player he's ever seen in his life. And uh, all the players were like, hang on a second. He did play with Wayne Carey. <laughs> <laughs> like, hang on. Fucking Jesus. It's the only one of us that's doing any fucking good. Like, are you serious? <laughs> the players are like, obviously walking away. It's going, hang on. Like, Clark, Look, maybe lost his shit here. I won't, I won't have that against Hawthorne at the moment because they kept dialing to zero, uh, which well, is fine with me. No, yeah, because you're after the Coleman, obviously. Absolutely. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Darling did give away a Joe the Goose in the goal square as well. He could have kicked a goal if he wanted to. Yep. But I thought Frawley and uh, Stratton did an excellent job on Kennedy and Darling. Um, the, the goal that uh, Kennedy kicked, I think two of them were from the stupid turnovers that happened. Yeah. And you yeah. can't blame Frawley for that. But there was only really one 
uh, lead up Mark Goal from uh, Kennedy all day, and Darling obviously none. Um, and I, I can't remember. I don't think Darling took a mark in the forward fifty. Well, that's it. You have to push. Um, fucking what's his name. Uh, Kennedy, Kennedy you're going to put it, push Kennedy out beyond the 50 meter arc if you're going to yeah. um, try and try and name, sort of make him ineffective as, as a goal scorer because as soon as he gets his rhythm in goal kicking, which is a very shit looking rhythm, but yeah. I mean he does manage to usually kick like six one and he has a very good return rate. Yeah, but it's about making sure he doesn't get those kicks from like 45 meters out any angle. Yeah. Uh, also, I thought um, McAvoy and Segula did a really good job on Nat Nui. Didn't they? Uh, now, Nat Nui doesn't play a full game. He plays about 60%. But I think there was only one moment at the very start of the last quarter where you went, oh, Nick Nat got him. Yeah. But, you know, and, and they didn't uh, give away many free kicks against him, which is what usually happens when you try and uh, curb an athletic ruckman like him. But they didn't hurt him the other way either, though. No. That's the only thing. I think something uh, that people tend to underrate about Nick Nat is how tough the fucker is. Yeah. He is built like a fucking tank. Oh, I don't think any, don't, there aren't many that underrate that. But uh, that, yeah. the fact that he's built like that and can move as well as he does for as long as he does is just ridiculous. It's, it's cheat code. He is a bit lumbering, though, we're noticing. But, I mean, like I said, he's only playing 60% and he's come back from his knee, Rico. Mm. Yeah. But his lumbering is like Kirtley Ambrose. Every step yeah. is five metres. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yo and... Uh, 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 Gaff. Gaff were obviously the two major um, ball winners for uh, for the Eagles, but uh, young Willie Rioli. Every time he touched the ball, something happened. Loved it, well, especially yeah. when he touched the umps balls. You know, he's a bit unlucky with that because um, uh, he gave away the fifty, and you could see like he was just too late, and he dropped the knees. Yeah, and you can see what he's doing. He's like, "You're right, I did it. Sorry, mate." And he's he's kind of just owning up to it, <laughs> and he came to tap. Yeah, you're right. You're right to do that. You know. And then he's gone, oh, that's two fucking fines. <laughs> that was three grand in the space of three seconds. I only get, I only get paid till next month. But I, I like that from a player that's gone, you know what, I fucked up, my fault. Yeah, you know? yeah I can live with that. I, I can understand the concept of, look, umpires never, ever, ever touch them. But uh, And there had to be a correction for that. He NFL, was standing there yeah. in those tight shorts. <laughs> he fucking knew what he looked like. Hey, it was Razor too. Don't think he wasn't asking for it. Yeah. He gave him a wink and a nudge. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> Uh, but uh, just run out of steam at the end of the day, uh, the poor old Hawks. And Eagles uh, take nine in a row. And, and look, that's no slight against the Hawks. The Eagles are the premiership favourite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, look, it was a better game from Hawthorne, but uh, yeah, the better side won quite clearly. Um, speaking of which... Uh, well, speaking of premiership favourites. Uh, while I was uh, at this at the Hawthorne game, um, I heard on through the radio that season was a laid out for the Crows. And I wish I could get signal on my phone because I went to change my tips. <laughs> Melbourne, 23 goals, eight. Um, won every quarter against the Crows. That was Never, seven springs. Seven that shades was of fuck you. Yeah. 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 Never gave them a look in. And they did it by being harder, faster, cleaner. You, you name it, they won it. Yeah. And I mean, as much as I hate seeing Adelaide broken, this is... Uh, a Not very- at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good performance by Melbourne. Yeah. And... Um, Putting their hand up to really shake up what uh, everyone's pre season predictions of a finals uh, final eight would have looked like. Yep. I think we all had them in the final eight. I don't think I did. I, I can go back and check, but I, I, I really don't think I did. Definitely didn't have them top four. No. no. And, and like we said last week, um, you know, without looking, who's third on the ladder? And I wouldn't have thought it was Melbourne, but yep. they were last week. And then they come out and do this. That's a 15 goal win against and, Adelaide. And Adelaide's a team where people thought they'd be playing for the premiership this year. Well, and they've had their injury woes, no doubt about that. But. Yeah. Um, not uh, 20 goal injury woes. Or not 15 goals, yeah, exactly. 
Um, well, they should have won by five goals, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they could have done a little bit better. I do like uh, uh, Pikey's three-quarter time stare down. <laughs> maybe should have done that in the first quarter, though. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was too late by then. Um, but Hogan kicking five goals straight. Obviously, yeah. good performance by him. Good return. Taking strong marks as well. That's all, all you need out of him. Um, yeah. Well, it was a little bit easy for him on the day. Yeah. Angus Brayshaw, though, three goals, 37 touches, 14 marks. It's a good day out. Jesus Christ, it's the best game I've seen him play. It's uh, by, by double. He had a fair amount of space, let's say that. <laughs> yeah. they, took, uh, they gave him a wide berth. I, I'm just thinking, a bloke does that. At, like at halftime, he had 20-odd touches and about 10 marks. I'd, I'd probably tag the cunt. Yep, yep. But they didn't have anybody who was up to it. And if you tagged him, then, you know, Viney's off the hook. Yeah, yeah. Away he goes. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. I'd still tag the bastards <laughs> and make me look stupid. Uh, Jake Lever getting one across the old side. Right. He was a key player Adelaide when they were winning. Goes to Melbourne, does fuck all when they get when they pump his old side. It's another return game win, yep. um, Jakey Lever. I, I think he might have been disappointed there were, weren't a few other crows out there that he could have yep. a quiet word to. I wonder if him and Bernie Vinch just have a beer and a like, hey, <laughs> fuck those guys up, didn't we? <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure they so. did. Sure they did. Um, but like we say, the crows got a lot of players to come back. But th- this is a long-term issue for the Adelaide now because like we said with um, Richmond and West Coast they've got all the wins on the board now Richmond are coming into yeah. a little bit of injury issues they go you know what? we can manage a few players you yeah. know we can you don't need to go and play against Carlton for example the Crows have got to get these players back and get them match fit as fast as possible yep. yeah. yeah. And I know we're only halfway through the season but they want top four but, but with that there's been talk of a, a mid-season trade period mid-season draft out of these two teams which mid-season draft would you chase for Adelaide and which for uh, Melbourne? Because I'm, I'm saying more players on Melbourne you'd chase at the moment. Oh, oh, sorry, if you're trying to poach a Melbourne player. Yeah, let's say they yeah, allowed mid-season All the Adelaide trades. ones you would poach are injured. Yeah. Yeah. You're not picking up injured players. Well, you'd make a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, it worked out all right for Hawthorne when we it's got Burgoyne. Two for one <laughs> at a fire sale. Yeah, you're trying to pick up a couple of uh, lazy couches uh, <laughs> mid-year. Hard rubbish. Yeah, gum tree. <laughs> cratches, cratches. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, anyway, there's a massive win. I think that's the first back-to-back 90-plus wins in Melbourne's history. I believe it. Um, so uh, that's going back quite a way. And last game for the round, uh, over in the wet, uh, North gave Frio plenty of chances early on, um, but eventually just the weight of possession got over the line. Well, at one stage, I think, uh, well, the first quarter, North were one goal eight, and that was, they were eight very gettable shots. I think the were uh, six to one goal at one stage. Yeah, North got their first goal the iron way. Um, but watching this game, I, I was never really that concerned. It just always seemed yeah. like North were doing more than enough. And as soon as Sandilands went off, I'm like, nah, we're home. Yeah, oh, I thought so too. That was in the last quarter, wasn't it, too? Uh, I think Sandy end went. of the third. End of the third, was it? There you go. Around that. But... Um, and a lot of the conversation around it was, uh, well, for a start, Atley having moments of competence, which was uh, <laughs> not, just, not just competence, but brilliance in one stage. Um, and then Hamling getting um, pushed completely in the side, out of the way, so uh, Atley kicked the goal. Right. People were saying that maybe uh, Jacobs might have uh, unfairly tackled him. Perish the thought. Uh, I, I just think it's foul gossip and slander. Um I think he deserved to be tackled. He was near the ball. Um, but no, the, the 
North are doing better than even I thought. So, well, I think better Shit. than everybody thought. Yeah. Quite yeah. clearly, they're the surprise packet of the year. Yeah, I thought Goldstein, despite obviously playing at Sandlands, where you don't expect him to obviously do much in the actual ruck around the ground. I thought he'd come back to a decent bit of form. I think he's been missing a lot of times, so just not not playing as smart as he used to play. Game number two hundred for him as well. And like they say, when you have your big milestone games, you want to get amongst uh, yep. family and friends. But I think he might have appreciated his two hundredth being not somewhere in else. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Tell you what, no right foot though. Yeah. He has a nice little snap at the uh, edge of the goal square. He had to wheel around to the left. He's, yeah. he's had a few shocker um, shots on goal this this year and last year, hadn't he? Yes, he yeah. missed, missed some, you know, absolutely sprayed some. And also Jared Waite hitting what, what is for him uh, finals form in the middle of the season. <laughs> it's quite amazing to see. I think he's going to be been a big part of making it very hard to match up against the North Melbourne forward line because I mean, they're playing very tall. I mean, surely he's due a calf injury by about this, <laughs> this stage. Funny thing is, though, during the week, um, they were pumping it up on AFL 360 and Judd's gone, oh, what about their depth, though? Who's going to replace weight? We've got Nick Larkey sitting, who's winning the uh, VFL goal-kicking at the moment. So, fuck you, yeah. Juddy. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, Sam Grimley win back-to-back VFL goal-kicking um, titles. Don't know yeah. if you know oh, where he's playing right now. Grimley. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Don't know where he's playing right now. Get on, so. mate. VFL form can be misleading. Well, you can only kick goals on the bloke you're playing on, or the league you're playing in, <laughs> as it turns out. Um, I'm going to say, Frio have struggled to find out what's wrong with them um, because they have the most dominant ruckman of the last ten years. Yeah, I feel and, like in, in I mean, Sandy and Nat Five. And every, Nat Five is every not, team from any generation to take him. If, yeah. if he's not the best player in the AFL right now, then he's damn well close and got an argument to take over whoever's ahead of him. I mean, um, I'm not too sure, but I've got a feeling there might be some off-field stuff. <laughs> you think there might be a bit of noise there? <laughs> Maybe there might be some shit that's distracting them. Uh, tell you what, um, they wouldn't have <laughs> I mean, liked. I, I hate to suggest a change of coach, but uh, you know, well, sometimes 90 contracts can end up being. Six do, years. Do you reckon they're hoping that this uh, this chick sues? Just they'll be like, oh, oh, that's a void I, of the contract. You're, oh, sorry, sorry, Ross. I think I'm going to start throwing a hat around the new oval and just try and say, <laughs> fuck it. We're all in the same boat here. Let's make make each other happy. All right. Yeah, they're not uh, they're not looking great. Um, yeah, I I didn't expect them to really shoot up the ladder either. So but I expect them to show a a bit of something. And uh, this is coming from uh, I don't want to blame Freo playing bad for North winning, but they play pretty shit. So you got to play the opposition, you know. And if you, all you have to do is uh, beat the guys you're out there. You don't have to play the best game ever. You just need to sometimes just be play a little bit better than the opposition, and that's all you need. Yeah, and the funny thing is too, they did put Jacobs on five for this one, and uh, five was able to get away from him. Yeah. But rather than just uh, play that, Jacobs thought, "Fuck it, I'll play wide." Ended up getting just two less possessions and one less tackle. Yeah, obviously he wasn't as effective as Fife, but Fife can waste the ball a little bit as well. But yeah. um, it's a bold strategy. But you know, in the wet, you can probably get away with it a little bit better. So why not? Why not roll the dice and go for it? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because you know he's not going to chase you, that's for sure. (laughs) All right, let's move on to uh, round 11 then. Uh, We've got the tragedy that is another Carlton uh, Friday night game. Um, Give us a margin. There should be a mercy rule here. It'll be 50 plus. Uh, If it's wet, it'll be 40 plus. Yeah. It's, I think it, fifty plus is very conservative. I think, what should we do on Friday night besides watch this? I mean, uh, watch this game. I, I think I think the only way you can enjoy this is if you have some sort of uh, bingo. <laughs> is the NBL on? <laughs> I don't know, but I prefer to watch that. Maybe last bogey. See what, I'd, see what. I'd actually be fine with Carlton playing an extra two players on the field. I'd be fine if they just called it off and said, you know what, Swans, yeah. you can have a. 40, <laughs> we'll, we'll give <laughs> you forty me. points. <laughs> Be the first mulligan in AFL for a conceded putt. Maybe they should play AFLX and just That's, see what yes. happens. And the stupid thing is, Carlton, <laughs> no injuries. Actually, I saw that... Uh, uh, they've got injuries. They've got the uh, FIFA 18 championships coming up soon, the eSports final. Yep. G- give Maybe it a go. watch that. And actually, watching the Champions League, yeah, fuck this game. Um, <laughs> Liverpool, obviously, it's great to see Liverpool lose because their fans are well, fucking crazy. Very funny because I know a lot of Liverpool, Liverpool fans and I actually had an invitation from... Uh, uh, Dunk the Degenerate donk, dunk, dunk. Um, yep. to to go watch it at half past four in the morning at his place, and I Ooh. didn't wake up for it unfortunately. But yep. when I did wake up, I checked Facebook and there was nothing on it. And I went, <laughs> "All right, I know the result. Yeah, I don't need to check." And um, uh, I was watching. Well, actually, I actually didn't watch the game, but I watched the highlights. Oh, Gareth Bale, Gareth Bale, Fuck yes, me. what a fucking cracking goal! But also the first goal scored, where the keeper is obviously just fucked up. Yeah, and he's like going to obviously he's got the ball. He's going to roll along to one of the one of the uh, defenders, <laughs> and the um, opposition has just stuck a foot out and just pretty much it's ricocheted off him into the goal. It reminded me of FIFA '98, where you used to be able to just stand your your man in front of the goalkeeper when he goes to kick it out, kick it straight in front of you, and go straight into the goal. Yeah, <laughs> I love finding you know, those games, finding the little glitches that yep. uh, make it impossible for you to lose. It's hard to do these days because the games are a lot more complex. Uh, back in the day, on a an IBM, probably '64 or something like that. Um, Two eighty six. Two eighty six. Yeah. Uh, three eight four eighty six would have been about there, about ninety eight. But yep. uh, anyway, um, all right, we've done that one. Uh, Bulldogs and Melbourne at Etihad Stadium. Um, I think Bulldogs are going to put up a better show than they did last week. But God, it's hard to tip against Melbourne at you the minute. Not uh, you're not you're not tipping against Melbourne. Anyone that's tipping Bulldogs here hates money, especially with Maxi Gorn. Maxi Gorn is going to have an absolute day out. Um, yeah. And I reckon we'll go up a couple of bucks in the uh, Brownlow betting. Anyone who's been one. tipping Bulldogs run out of money by this time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, Melbourne in a canter. Uh, even though it's at Eddie Had, which they traditionally haven't played brilliantly, and Bulldogs have done pretty well, that just means the score will be within 10 goals. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I can't remember a side falling out of grace so quickly after a premiership, but yeah. at the same time, they did finish seventh that year. So. That's true. And, I mean, even through that that season there were always lots of rumours about their off-field shenanigans which but, is- I don't think they were rumours <coughs> I think we had evidence <laughs> taking on to ketamine <coughs> um, yeah so it wasn't surprising to anyone really even worse now Stringer's having a good run of form wow it's only been two weeks let's, let's yeah. just wait on that you know it's uh, it's school holidays coming up soon <laughs> so he might fall off the wagon you never know um, Hawthorne are taking uh, Port down to Tassie um Hawthorne aren't without their chances here, but Port after a week off, um, I think that they might be just well rested. See, no, I'm actually on Hawthorne here. Yeah, me too. I think Hawthorne going to get there. I think uh, over in Tassie for a start. Um, that obviously Hawthorne play that uh, very, very well at uh, University of Tasmania uh, but, Stadium. But, yeah, but do they? 
I mean, I know people say that because their record there was so good, but it's only because we play the shit teams down there, generally. I mean, yeah, we, but we, it's like shit conditions, it's shit teams. It's almost kind of like I don't know. It's like it's like playing cricket in in India. The the turf's actually so yeah. so well. You have to be it's, really yeah. fucking amazing to be able to beat them. I mean, it is a suburban ground. However, um, Port Adelaide trained at Alberton. Yeah, I don't know if you ever played at Alberton, but it was a shit heap. Yeah, but never I never went out to Port too much. I still to be honest. I still feel like uh, Port need a lot in their favour to be a well beating team, and uh, I think this is going to be one of those factors that hurts them. And I, I think it's going to hurt them enough. Yeah, I think for me, I just really don't need much to tip against Port. <laughs> um, one thing going uh, in Hawthorne's favour in this one is that uh, the the return match um, bonus that I've been talking about all year, where yep. players like Jakey Lever last week against Adelaide, yep. Jarman Impey coming up against his old side. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the most um, well-handled uh, exits from a club, too, with Jarman yeah. Impey, because obviously yeah. he had stuff with his old man um, dying and... Uh, he was playing terrible last year and said, you know, I need to go home to be with family. And Port Adelaide said, mate, we understand. Yep. He's having a cracker of a season. He's having a great year. Yeah, he's yeah. having a great He's playing better at Hawthorne than he ever played at uh, Port Adelaide. But um, it's kind of understandable. And yeah. from what I've seen, most Port Adelaide fans have gone, yeah, we understand. I think yeah, the other one was uh, looking, uh, Cam, what's his name, going up to Brisbane from Adelaide. Uh, uh, yes, uh, Charlie Cameron. Charlie Cameron, yeah. Yeah, he he didn't win the return the return bout, and I don't think Motlop did either. But no. uh, besides that, there's been heaps. They're out, they're outliers. You don't yeah. include them in the stats. They're, they're two on the other side, yeah. and I've got about six or seven on the other Cancel side. Each other out. Um, the Suns have got uh, Gary Ablett coming back to them. Um, at the, I think this is the first home game for the year, oh, home Metricon well, game yeah. for the year. Yep. So there's another one for the. Uh, it's almost an away game now, isn't it? <laughs> just played, there. played there for a long time. So you can hold on the fucking moon. I'm still not tipping them. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Gary wondering about how to play uh, uh, actual role. Um, I think he's letting loose. Will he get booed? Well, no, he'll pick up twenty odd possessions just from the Suns. I mean, I don't just because that's their game plan. They're used to it. I don't think people knew who he was when he was actually there. played there. So I doubt they'll boo him. There might be a few players. That, that bold cunt's touching us up. There could be. <laughs> there could be a couple of people in the crowd going, "Why is he on their team?" Um, do you know he was their best and fairest last year too? Well, why is Gary our team wearing wearing white and blue? <laughs> um, so I think Gold Coast are just happy to wait for Gary Ablett to retire so that they can name their medal after him. Yeah. Would be a bit weird to name the medal after him when he's playing against you, I think. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, but you need some sort of publicity. So this will be the Gary so Ablett Cup. the Carmichael Hunt medal. Yeah. <laughs> the, the K-Hunt. K-Hunt. <laughs> Best defender in the league. <laughs> and it's got a glass back. <laughs> a mirror back, just so that, you know. Um, all right, uh, so I think we're all tipping Geelong on that one regardless. Yep. Yep. Uh, dream time of the G, Essendon and the Tigers. Essendon, not without their chances no. here. Yeah, not without a slim chance, I'd say. I think um, I think they'll be up by six goals at halftime and they'll get beat by six goals. <laughs> well, well, that's uh, inter- it's ambitious. I tell you what, yeah. that's a good line you've got there. It is. But uh, no, I, I don't see him doing it. Um, you reckon Grimes, he come back? Oh, Hooley's already been ruled out. Jack Rewalt is iffy. And yeah. Grimes missed last week uh, as a laid out. I almost think that we can. I mean, it depends. If, if it's going to be, if it's going to be iffy, then you have to leave him out because uh, against Essendon without Danaher, you don't need to have a second man coming across to help yep. um, defend sort of that space, that free space. So I think we can afford to have a bit of a smaller, a smaller backline now. And we had um, who was coming back? Callum Moore. See yeah. that came back. Yeah, uh, last played week? a couple of games. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got him that can fill in. Um, so I feel like we're pretty well covered. 
Even Broad playing off halfback flank, I yep. think he played pretty well. Um, that was one of his first or second game for the season this year after coming back from yeah. giving the girl his medal. Do you reckon Revolt's coming back in? Nah, don't put him in. If you've got a concussion, don't come back next week. That's yeah, just fucking yeah, stupid. I, I agree. Um, but you've got uh, Hooley, Hampson, Grimes and Castagna that all probably will be good enough to come back in if they want to. No, well, we just said Hooley's out. Yeah, yeah. Hooley's out. You've yeah. got the option of not bringing them back in. Hooley, I don't yeah. think they should bring him back in, obviously. No, no they've already ruled him out. Yeah, yeah, we can put Lloyd in for that, that sort of spot. His main uh, ability is speed and when you've got a groin injury, yeah, you know, err on the side of caution. Yeah. Um, Daniel Riol is likely to play a full game in the VFL this weekend, so yep. he's getting closer. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting in uh, Richmond's forward line because uh, w- if Jack doesn't play, then Kyle Hooker's able to get off the leash a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they like to rotate him forward, and I think Grime, uh, sorry, uh, Rance can well look after him forward. But yeah, he can be damaging across the back. It could almost be, it could almost be like a detriment because if he doesn't have a proper tall man to pick up, he's got to pick up a small man, which is could yeah. be a liability. Uh, for me, this is by far the most interesting game of the round, um, and it's yeah. second versus twelfth. Yep. Um, I, I'm tipping the Tigers at the moment, but I reckon I could change my mind by weekend. No. Depends on reception. <laughs> I, I honestly can't see them getting... I can see them competing for a half, but after that, I just think the hassle that Richmond have will wear them out. Eagles are hosting the Saints at Optus Stadium, and yeah, let, we'll move on. Let's be honest. If you're, Let's just move on. If St. Kilda win, it's fucking rigged. Yep. Uh, North uh, hosting the Lions at Etihad Stadium. Um, North just too tall. But I wouldn't say the Lions are without the chances that Eddie had. If yeah. the roof's on, especially, it suits their small, fast players. Um, little Squizzy Taylor, I, I think he's one of the ones that can make the game for them. But uh, having said that, North should absolutely kill Yeah, them. Jacob's on beams all day, but I think that there's just too many tall options at North. Yeah. Um, with the roof on. Plus, um, you'd, you'd think Magic Door will come back into the side. Uh, he's another tall they can swing forward if they need to. He, Waits in ridiculous form. Brown's yeah. doing what he does. Well, Waits getting injured in this game, so don't don't yeah. count that. <laughs> so uh, we bring Pruce or Zeri or Larky in or someone. You yeah. won't bring Pruce in. You don't do that. <laughs> I wish they fucking would. Uh, Collingwood at the MCG against the Dockers. Dockers don't win at the MCG, so this would be a nice little tune-up for Collingwood. Keep yep. themselves in the eight. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so too. Especially Sandilands having a concussion. Um, let's be honest; he's not known for his cerebral play at the best of times. But you can't uh, put a bloke back in after he's been yeah. KO. I mean, yeah. cerebral play. His play is be seven foot tall. Yeah, he's pretty good at it too, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And, and shit at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> he probably can do it concussed, but uh, you know. Although having said that, Collingwood's still missing James Ash, so there's no reason I want to watch this. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Collingwood all round. Yeah, Collingwood. Um, and the Crows are hosting the Giants at Adelaide Oval. The Crows would not be happy that they're sitting in seventh. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a war of attrition this one. I, I, I just I can't find reasons to tip the Giants. No, I can't. No, me neither. And. I, I wish the Crows were travelling even better than they are, but I don't. I I, I can't yeah. tip the Giants. I, I think they're on a downward spiral, and I think once they lose the confidence of the that they've had, because they, they were characterised by arrogance, youthful arrogance. Even so when they were losing every single game, they were arrogant. Yeah, but now, no, nah, I don't see it. I don't see that uh, swagger they used to have. All right, you convinced me. I'm tipping the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do us for uh, the round eleven preview. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good luck. Bye bye. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.